0: Welcome to On Air, the CFM podcast. For over 50 years, CFM Distributors has been your leading HVACR wholesale distributor in the Midwest. In this HVACR podcast, you'll hear from employee owners of CFM Distributors who will provide you with stories, experiences, resources, and ideas to better your business. You can find more information and episodes on our website at cfmdistributors.com or email us at info at cfmkc.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of On Air, brought to you by CFM Distributors. Hope you're having a great day today. My name is Brad Telker, and I'm going to be your host today. And I am driving solo today. It is uh, Friday afternoon recording this, kind of at the end of the day. And um, have uh, I've got a thing or two I want to share with you today. Uh, we were working on a, a chiller, chiller design And had something come up today that does come up on occasion and thought it's a good tip to share with you. So, um, yeah, so let's get to it. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about replacing a chiller and looking at converting from potentially a split system chiller to a package chiller. And when doing so, adding glycol to the system. So just to frame it up, a customer or an owner is asking us to convert from maybe um maybe they've got a a split chiller with maybe a cooling tower and a water cooled chiller and they want to get away with that and go to a a package machine or maybe just a traditional split chiller and they want to go to a package machine and when we do that typically we're going to add glycol to that system not always but um in some cases we do want to add glycol to uh, prevent freezing issues in the wintertime And if you're not careful, you can really run into a big issue here. And I kind of just want to go over um, a job we were looking at today and just some general numbers uh, to kind of give you a frame of of mind so that when you're looking at a replacement chiller, you can kind of keep your eye out for this. Now, this isn't usually a problem on a new design, because when you're designing a new job, you're you're picking your air handler from the ground up and you get to pick, you know, the box size and how many rows and you might have a deeper coil because of the glycol and now you can you can size maybe a a bigger uh, motor uh, supply fan motor you might change your fan type from maybe a forward curve to an airfoil or or or, uh, a plenum fan depending on what you're dealing with but when you're doing a retrofit you, you can't in most cases you can't change your air handler design without spending a whole lot of money and if the owner is just wanting to change the chiller side, this is where you can run into problems. So let's frame it up. So we're looking at a job and uh, we're looking at maybe an 80, 100 ton uh, chiller, converting that from a split chiller to a package chiller. And we wanna say, hey, let's let's add in 35%, uh, maybe propylene glycol. And how does that affect the system? So looking at it from the chiller's perspective, this is where you can get kind of caught speeding a little bit. Um, so today we're looking at a Quantec chiller. And their nominal uh their nominal 80 ton chiller does about almost 82 tons at ahri conditions 100 percent water but when we add in the glycol we rerun the performance and the performance shows 80.6 tons so it's a it's a point and a half maybe one and a half percent d rate and same thing with our nominal 95 tonner it does just over 96 tons at ahri conditions um, which which is, you know, 95-degree ambient, 54-44 uh, water and 2.4 GPM per ton. That one does a little over 96 tons and 95 tons, about 95 even, with uh, 35% propylene glycol. So you look at the chiller performance and you're only losing 1.5% and you're thinking, oh, well, this is great. I'm going to replace this old chiller and we're going to get, you know, only a D rate of 1.5% so we're good to go um okay well let's look at the air handlers so now when you actually take an existing air handler and you're thinking okay let's just plug in our coil and our software we've got a maybe a four row or a six row coil and we've got whatever cfm what's our d rate so looking at one today with a hundred percent water on a four thousand cfm air handler six row coil we're going to get about 148,000 BTUs of total cooling. So what does that look like when we switch to 35% propylene glycol? Well, putting that glycol on there derates our air handler capacity, the chilled water portion of it, to only 111,000 BTUs. That's a derate of about 25%. And I've seen derates usually anywhere in the neighborhood of 25%, to 35%, and sometimes, uh, sometimes even more. So this is this is where you can get caught off guard, and if you're not careful, you can put in a chiller that you think has roughly the same capacity as you're replacing, but then come to find out you're going to be 25 or 35% short of capacity when it comes to the uh, the air handler. So now, one thing you can do if you absolutely must go down this road is you can oversize your chiller a little bit to get colder water. So in this example we're, we're talking about today, we're looking at, like I mentioned earlier, 54, 44 water uh, in and out of your chiller and then 44, 54 in and out of your air handler. So we, I have looked at jobs in the past where if we get that water temperature down to the uh, maybe mid to upper 30s, 36, 38 degree water temperature, then your air handler will get back to that capacity that was prior but there's a lot of reasons and a lot of cases that they may not be a great idea If that system has always had 44 degree water it was just the piping and the valving and all that stuff is not sized and designed for that colder water a lot of times it's just you you might be asking for trouble uh, going to a lower temperature so Anyway, that's today's content. I thought it was uh, something good to share and good information. So anytime you are, remember, replacing a, uh, a chiller that did not have glycol before and you're going to a chiller with glycol, just be very careful with the capacity of your evaporators, or your chilled water air handlers, because uh, you might run into trouble down the road. So that's all I have for you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, give us a call at our main office. And you can ask for me, Brad, and I would be more than happy to uh, chat with you about your chiller application um, and, or get you in contact with another one of our sales engineers to um, help look at a job with you. So anyway, have a great day and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening today. You can tune in each Friday right here for new episodes. If you'd like more information, visit CFM's website at cfmdistributors.com or email us at info at cfmkc.com.